Recording always, in progress. Always ah. rocking out the most uh, majestic lighting is as she puts. I don't. You put. You, she has like a sour face on now. Megan Elizabeth, There's what's up? There's crazy Megan? hair. Hi. How? Are, well, there- how are you, Megan? Good. How are you? And it's been a it's been a minute since Megan and I see each other, and I have a little bit of a little bit of Megan withdrawal, even though I feel like through social media, I, I, I see a lot of you. Um, I have a little bit. Do of, you? Um, it, I see. I don't know. I feel like I see you in social media. Um, three hundred and seventy thousand people saw me this week, randomly. Isn't that slightly I went, creepy? I went viral, bro. That's that's three and a half times the population of Greeley, Colorado saw my video that's 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 amazing megan i gotta i gotta i gotta give you big ups for that for sure thank you everyone go to megan the mess um on instagram and check it out i posted that video like three weeks ago it's not even my best work but that's that's what i have understood with uh uh with like tiktok and and like reels it's like sometimes randomly shit'll just get picked up uh uh you know way later after you post it, because this happens to a friend of mine who's a, a travel writer and blogger, and she'll just wake up one day and a video that had, I don't know, let's say 10,000, all of a sudden has a million. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. wild thing. Yeah. So, uh, no followers. Hey, bastards. <laughs> look, at, at the end of the day, we need you with more OnlyFans followers than, than Instagram followers. Oh, but, that you know. went up too. Good. That went up too. I know. Smart. Smart, I Megan. Know. Other than I did get a dick pic on my OnlyFans yesterday. Oh, look at yeah. you. Well, I, I know. Mean, Wasn't expecting it. What? Oh, I didn't know I they mean, could send you stuff. I didn't are, pay for that. Are Hold on. Hold on. Are, are they, without asking, are you ever expecting it? Well, I've asked for some from people. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. I have a lot of blackmail on my phone. That's why I put my vaccination card as my background. So I stopped going through my photos in front of bouncers because they saw a lot of dicks and a lot of me naked. And you have to pay for that now. Oh, look at that. Look at Megan. Megan is really becoming the entrepreneur. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So Megan, it's called Kill the Bottle. What are you sipping on? Please. Um. I always say this wrong. Be feeder, be feeder, yeah, be feeder gin, be feeder gin. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's a n- I don't have any mixers. Oh, I haven't been to the store. A nice London dry gin. <laughs> Megan fucking gin. is sipping on. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because you're younger than I, yet you drink like an 80 year old woman who hides mm-hmm. bottle. You know, w- w- old. I say older folks back in the day would hide vodka and gin in their houses. Uh, to to hide their alcohol alcoholism because it just looks like water and it's one of the mm-hmm. only spirits where you can still drink a bit of it and it doesn't linger in your breath. So bravo to you. Thank you. What are you drinking? Um, you know, in honor of our sponsor WTSO, I'm drinking one of the bottles that I picked up on WTSO. It's from a winery in Sonoma County. Uh, well, the this wine is from Sonoma County. The winery I believe is in Healdsburg. It's just a little bit. A, a little bit east of there or no sorry geyserville it's in geyserville california so i, I think geyserville is part of sonoma now i'm having a brain fart but it's called crux uh this is one of the wines they make and the, the name of the winery is crux the one i'm drinking is their gsm 2016 russian river valley and for you folks who don't know what gsm means the acronym stands for uh grenache syrah and Mouvedre. it's a it's a blend that is normally affiliated with the Rhone region of France. <laughs> Obviously, mm-hmm. this is California wine. It's not French. Uh, this is 56% Grenache, 26% Syrah, 18% Mouvedre. And uh, what's cool about this, they only make 392 cases. 
produced. Um, for those of you that think 392 cases of wine is a lot, so a case is 12 bottles, uh, when you go to and, and think of like your your Mandavis, your bottles that you buy more regularly at the store, some of these, I mean, they're hundreds of thousands of cases. So this is a super small production wine, and I believe it retails for the mid-50s, like 55, 56 bucks. And I was able to get this on WTSO for $16.99 a bottle, and I think it was free shipping when I bought four bottles. So yeah. let's just say some people got nice little gift from Santa. Uh, uh, they they got a they don't realize that I spent less than twenty bucks on it, but they got a nice, really nice bottle of wine. And folks, if you're listening, it's March. They got it from St. Patrick, Dick. Well, no, because I bought these in December, Dickie Dickerson. Oh my bad. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, um, but if if you are new to WTSO, it stands for Wines Until Sold Out. Check them out. Sign up for the emails. I get their emails every day of what they're what they're you know what they're busting out wine wise. But if you use the code Kill the Bottle, you're gonna get ten bucks off when you spend fifty. So ten bucks off when you spend fifty. Use code Kill the Bottle, and we have a couple of exciting things later on this month with WTSO, and we'll well we'll be able to tell a little bit more about that very very shortly. But I will say, stay tuned. Anyway, that's where we're sipping. How are you, Megan? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I How, think I'm pretty good. I like, I like, I like Megan being good. Um, you had a more exciting, eventful weekend than I did. So why don't you tell us what the <laughs> fuck you did? Uh, so I went back to my hometown of Miami, Florida, and I was there for the South Beach Wine and Food Festival, which at this point is really more of just an excuse to go see my dad. So I'm like, oh, you know, I, I, mind you, my dad is older, but it's it's just one of those things where. I almost have to justify uh, anything that I do going down to my any any excuse I guess to go see my dad. So I did go down for the South Beach Wine and Food Festival. It was it was I had a better time than I thought I was going to have to be honest with you because I I went to some of these events where like, for for folks who have never been to a food festival, uh, this is spread out over I believe it's like a Wednesday to Sunday or Thursday to Sunday like it kicks off Wednesday night ends on Sunday night and you've got you know the city of Miami or Miami Beach. For the most part, there's events spread out throughout the city, but in Miami Beach, most part, uh, there's all these kind of like cool private events where chefs from all over come in and they'll do like a dinner for 40 people sponsored by XYZ Tequila or they'll do this or that. But I went to a couple of like the 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 big events where, you know, it's like a shit ton of tickets. It's a bunch of people who are trying to get their money's worth because the tickets are not cheap. And what happens, you know, Megan, we, we've seen you when you try to get your money's worth of an event of drinking. Uh, people just get a little shitty faced. And uh, I saw quite a bit of that, but it still was better than I expected it. And and uh, I had a great time. And I I don't want to talk about the potential guests that we may have on the show, but let's just say some really exciting possibilities happened for Kill the Bottle podcast uh, when I was down there. So I'm, yeah, I'm I stoked. I saw it. Uh, what out of all those like little food picks you you took? Like, what was your like blow away? moment food wise was there one of those little mini dishes that you were like holy shit yes yeah there was a couple of them there was a place from dc that i think it was called like tom bar took taco spot the name eludes me right now of course because whatever I'm, I'm i don't remember but um they made this 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 octopus taco uh that had like a smoky that's your go-to that shit was that's bomb. your fucking go-to but hold on there was another one that kind of blew me away because you know a, a lot of times you'll see or most of the times at these events it'll be chefs or popular restaurants or that kind of a thing within the area or sometimes around the united states that'll have a, a kiosk there and you can try their food 
there was a catering company. I don't even know where this catering company was from. And the guy was just this like funny older, older white dude with glasses who's kind of kind of goofy, kind of Bill Nye-ish. And he busted out with a a a liquid nitrogen lobster BLT. And Ooh. I know, right? That's what I said. And I was like, holy shit. And I was very lucky that I was able to get into this particular event before the the you know the main the main public got in because I had like a special guest pass. So I was in there for like 30 minutes before. Gave me the chance to try things as they were coming out fresh and I didn't have to wait in line, which I mean, nobody likes to wait in line, but when you do what 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 you know, what we do and we're trying to showcase stuff, it makes our lives a little bit easier to just get around and take pictures. Anyway, he used liquid nitrogen on the bacon for the for the lobster. What? Dude, it was like this frozen. And this wasn't Richard Blaze? Oh, that sounds saw, like a Blaze move. Uh, I saw Blaze there and we got I to know. talk a little bit and Bla- oh, dude, I, I love me some Richard Blaze. Richard Blaze, he's, as you, he's going golfing, bro, like constantly. He was golfing at the ter- at the Turnberry every day, and like again, I know, I know, he said that I was fucking with him on the show, but I wasn't. He just is one of the few people who will post golf pic, and he doesn't look douchey when he does it. I, I like, yeah, I like watching. I don't know how many attempts? I know, and then not only that, but he's got like a, he's like, he's a newbie, but fucker has a nice swing. Like, what right. is this, dude? I know. Anyway, so, you know, big ups. He actually put on a killer, fun stage show. Of course, he busted out liquid nitrogen. Mm -hmm. He busted out his torch. He torched a bunch of shit. He torched the porchetta, which it was just great. He did a great job. And uh, Miami crowd, even with all the drinking, is not an easy crowd. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say it's like the crowd at the Apollo, but it's it's not an easy crowd. And he won him over right away. He, He kicked ass. Good. Uh, have you Good. Been, have you been karaokeing? Uh, um, <laughs> I have. I I've had a little snafu, and I talked to the bar owner about it. We're not gonna. I told him I wouldn't discuss it unless it continues. But um, keep your hands to yourself, people. Oh. Um, and just because someone's flirtatious doesn't mean they like you know to be groped. So there's that. But um, I haven't really been. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm sort of dating the 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 karaoke DJ and it's just kind of been tumultuous and up and down and up and down and I think I think we're both coming from a place of we've both been really fucking scarred in relationships like to a point where like it's we just like we will snap like it's not like a talk through moment like if I say something that makes him mad or he says something that makes me mad but he's just like shut down just like oh fine then fuck you and i'm never gonna talk to you again and then we both kind of realize we're just reacting to like stuff that's happened to us in the past and we're not trying to be angry but i don't i don't know where it's gonna go so it's been kind of a mess well i mean i i think regardless of any relationship that you're talking about any any kind of trauma from the past then trauma can mean different things for different people you know um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It, it can, it's the kind of stuff that'll resurface in interactions in relationships, not relationships only with, you know, intimate partners or, or love partners, but just even in friendships. Right. And, yeah. and I think sometimes we carry these traumas that, uh, I don't know that, that it's like the, it's like luggage on your back that you forget is there. And then sometimes you, you're around somebody else and, and they happen to be the person that triggers that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And not even in and a malicious way. It. Yeah. No, it's and we're it's, we just shut down. I think and both of us. What what's similar about both of us? We both. <clears throat> I think 
how do I say this? We've both had similar past experiences, but we've both been alone for a really long time. And I think we both kind of value being alone. And so it's weird to have someone around. Like it gets awkward. Like, I don't know. Well, someone with two legs instead of four. Yeah. Yeah, And he has a dog too. So yeah, it's just, it's weird to have someone around and we both have not dated people because of that. So I don't know. So and he lives far away. I, can I give you some some advice? And it is selfish advice, but I, can I give you some advice? Mm-hmm. So if you could please just keep him around at least until the end of March, uh, because you know we, we're we're gonna have more information as we get it, listeners. But Megan and I are gonna do two live shows up in Sonoma, up in Northern California, live shows for Kill the Bottle, and I just you know we need to make sure we have somebody to take care of Lily. So, so just <laughs> do not, right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just do me a favor, be on your best <laughs> behavior, Megan, for the next few weeks, uh, so that somebody can oh, take care no. of your dog. You're so right. I didn't even fucking think Miss, of that. You see? So now I'm, so I had the choice tonight of like hanging out with him or hanging out with somebody else. And now I think I have to make my decision. Hopefully he doesn't listen well, to what I just said. There. I mean, if you're, you know, <laughs> if, if you're going to be fighting with him, then just avoid him as much as possible, but see him enough so that he'll still take care of your dog. You know, there's that, okay. you know, like just throw the lure out and keep the fish around, you know, you don't, yeah. I'm not saying you have to hook him yeah. on and bring him on the boat, but definitely like, you know, like, like, like whatever. Just, just for a month at least. I'll give it a month. Yeah. You see, Eddie just gives the best advice for you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm full of reminders because I know the gin you know, the gin can get away. And even with COVID brain fog, I remembered that for some reason. I was like, yeah. Megan, just please, just at least until, you know, uh, the last yeah. week of March, just keep them around. Just yeah. Keep them around. And or I could put her, put her down. One of the two. Another fun thing that we're going to be doing. Well, you know, uh, uh, I'm folks, joking. Joking, people. We are going to, we're going to be doing another live show, but this is going to be a different live show. Megan and I are going to be doing a live virtual wine tasting with a uh, with a wine professional, and the fun part about it is, we'll, and we're going to share the links once we have them. You're going to be able to join us live for this like live wine tasting episode of Kill the Bottle. You'll be able to throw questions in. Uh, it's going to be a shit ton of fun. It it's done through our partner WTSO, and we're going to do an exploration of Italian wine. And uh, uh, the reason being, at least the initial reason being, is that's how I got introduced to WTSO. Is as I like, I really wanted to check out Italian wine, but it's fucking expensive. At least the the really good stuff. And through them, you know, I was able to try like really, really wines that I was kind of intimidated to buy at, at the retail price point. And uh, I've curated, we've curated uh, a few bottles that are going to be part of this tasting, and you can kind of jump on board and drink along with us. So yay! I'm excited to drink with people. Um. I'm not the wine connoisseur. I'm you will be. I'm more of I know I'm more of like the, the tequila connoisseur. But you I'm drink more shitty of, um, tequila. Tequila. I know, tequila. But that's just that's just that's just for fun. Like when I have a chance to drink nice stuff, I'll do it. I'm more of a scotch person and I'm a, I'm a huge food person, but when it comes to, I like wines, but I don't I don't I'm not as knowledgeable as you are and you do you do your due diligence. I, I you should see Eddie whenever we do stuff. He's very good about researching and understanding and knowing what questions to ask and when we did the French Accorda 
stuff, I was fascinated. And that was one of the first times someone actually sat down and took the time to explain wines to me a little bit more. Someone did that with scotch with me once and he was a drunk old man. So I don't sure if he was right or wrong, but I'm excited to learn more about wine. So I'm a little more, you know, an expert in this field since this is kind of what we're doing for a living. Well, (laughs) I mean, wine is one of those things where like I, I don't know everything. I know a little bit more than your average person about wine. And um, I always get very irritated when I, when I see people try to speak to wine that don't know shit and they're just yeah. trying to sound like they know what they're talking about. And I think that was part of my initial interest in it was after traveling, trying wine in other countries, I really dug it. And I was like, wow, I want to learn a little bit more. So I don't, I don't, I don't get that wine list at the restaurant and I'm scared shitless. Like I think it was easier for me to take the SAT and the ACT than the stare at a wine list at the first, you know, the first time on a date. Right. That was, that was just right. like my thing. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for you. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for the people that, that jump on board and, and join in with us because you guys can learn too. Yeah, no. And you're going to get to ask questions. That's the, yeah, you know, exactly. like it, 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 and, and the way they have it set up is I believe it's going to be three wines. You have the, op- we're going to be drinking all three wines, tasting at least all three wines. Uh, but the, you know, the, the people that follow along and use the code, the kill the bottle for 10% off on WTSO, uh, they don't have to buy all three bottles. They can buy one. They can they can buy two of the three. I mean, honestly, the price point is. So really explain good. it a little more to me, uh, just just because you kind of arranged this, and I want to make sure everyone's not confused. So they can order the wine. Um, yeah, they'll be order a deadline. One bottle, they can order three. They right. can order two. There'll be a um, deadline. Uh, that'll okay. there'll be a deadline where you know, in order for them to have it shipped and get to them, uh, it's gonna be. A, it's not April Fools, guys, but it will be on April first. That is the day that we're yeah. doing our live tasting. But I believe they have uh, till up until a week before to order, so that it'll ensure they get the wines on time. And it'll just be. I don't know. I think it's so fun. And how do they join us? And how do so how it, do they it'll watch? be via Zoom. We're going to have a Zoom link that'll be assigned. We're well, not assigned. It'll be given only to the folks that participate in the tasting. So you'll have your okay. own little private Zoom link and we'll be able to see all of you. Uh, you'll be I'm able so to see. I'm so excited to see them. I know. I'm so excited to see you guys. I know. And you'll be able to, uh, to you know, stare awkwardly at Megan and uh, you'll see my awkward faces. Yeah, oh. no, it's great. It's great. We'll see your lovely white teeth, your awkward faces. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Please don't do that. We want them to follow along for the next episode. Maybe don't put that face. Um, it's okay. So I, I know I'm yapping about it a lot, but I'm I'm so excited. No, it's, I'm so excited. Because it's fun. This is the stuff I wanted to do. This is the stuff I've been excited for. And I, I tell you, 2022 is my year. I went through hell 2021, but this is the stuff that I've lived and I moved here for. So Thank you, Eddie, for being a part of it and helping arrange stuff. I do more of the technical stuff, you guys, and Eddie does all of this arranging. So it's a lot of work on both of us, meaning what you should do is join our Substack, by the way. What um, is a Substack, Megan? Because that sounds like a type of pancakes. It sounds like it something does. you order at IHOP. What What That's is a Substack? Should. So a Substack is basically um, an email subscription that... We give exclusive, I, a, a lot of people use it, but we give excuse, exclusive videos. Like you can see our full interviews of some of these celebrities that we have been interviewing. You can get their specific um, recipes or websites that they want to give out. We get discount codes like the ne- this next month, Anna Vicino's giving, um, I think it's 15% off her sauces, her marinara sauces, and she's been on our show. And, they're and so that good. code's only good. It's only going to be in the Substack, so you can order those. And Martha Stewart's Marley Spoon, we got a code on that. We had that last month. 
<clears throat> but it's it's basically, I think it's $5 a month. We send you this big new newsletter that's giving you updates of where we're going to be. If you want to talk to us through that, you can, and we will respond. Um, and I think we had a few that just did the whole year, which I think is a discount. I think it's 40 bucks for the whole year. So you can do that too. And what, what it's really doing, not only are you guys getting all this cool content from us, not just trying to sell, but Eddie and I like do this, you know, we do this for free. And uh, it's, no, it's well, going to be know real- for free. Like it costs us to do this. It costs us <laughs> to do this. It does. And we do it for the love, but we're just, we're getting to the point where we're getting a little bigger and we're getting a little busier and we're getting more listeners. So we just want to try to monetize a little bit here. So any, anything helps you guys. And that, that really helps if you guys sign up for that. And, and one thing, uh, so first of all, so this was kind of like a little, what the hell is that Megan? We need to share that video. Uh, I'm not even going to say what it was. It looks like she was in like a strobe light being questioned. Get get the sub stack so you can see what just happened. (laughs) What was that? Anyway, uh, uh, shit. Now I lost my train of thought. I hate, oh, so this episode is really like a little bit of a catch up, and I and as much as I love having guests on the show, and Megan loves having guests on the show, I think every once in a while it's really nice for us to kind of just touch base, check in, because we get questions all the time, and you know, in the little four minute interval that we that we shoot the shit before a guest comes on, it's never enough time, and I am so excited about the guest that's going to come on next week, and I can't share who it is, but I am Knock like it's it's somebody that it's somebody that uh, it's it's like uh let's just say if you saw this person and I walking down the street we're definitely an odd couple yet there we just have this wonderful interaction and I and I can't wait for Megan to meet this person I can't wait for you guys at home to hear the story that this kind of icon has to yeah, share should, uh not kind of icon, icon icon has to share mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm excited about the wines we're gonna drink it's it's uh it's great. It's gonna be great. Uh, but Megan, yeah. I have something. To, I have something to share about my flight back to LA post. Uh, you know, post South Beach Wine and Food Festival. Because anytime, because yeah. Eddie texts me up until the fucking door closes. By the way, like that's the communication. <laughs> He's like blah 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 blah. Doors closing. Silence. Radio silence. And then right when it was done. Doors opening, blah blah blah. blah, blah. Well, <laughs> dude, and here's the fun part. Tell I was me like about the silent part. What happened? I was such a tease because I was like, doors closing, my flight was delayed. Blah 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 blah. Oh, doors closing, flight delayed again. <laughs> blah, blah, blah 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 blah. So my flight was delayed like an hour and change, which I almost like I expect it now. Every time I leave Miami, there's always something. And and <laughs> but uh, you'll you'll hear me make fun of of my I love my hometown, but I feel that because I love my hometown so much, I I expect the best out of it. I want it to be the best fucking place in the world. And when it does dumb Miami shit, I have to call it out for its dumb Miami shit. And boarding a plane out of Miami to go anywhere is is it's usually a plethora of people that pretend they're not carrying that extra piece of luggage. You know, you're only supposed to have a carry-on and a personal item. No, no, no. People, you'll see people with like the jacket covering the third item and they're like oh, and they're trying to sneak in uh people that will try to obviously never played a game of tetris and they're trying to fit this fucking piece of luggage that wasn't noticed by the the gate agent that won't fit in the overhead so just imagine every time you fly out of miami you have to kind of just assume that that's gonna happen it's gonna take extra long and you know it's also a bunch of folks that'll pretend not to speak english 
to 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 like get away with that extra giant piece of luggage and then you'll hear them speak english to the people in their party and then they'll you know anyway uh so there was that and then there was the fight on the plane that happened yeah did you film it oh no because it was across the aisle from me like i was catty corner across the aisle i didn't know a hundred percent what was going on i almost i was like ready to film it but I, I didn't I and I and I, and I don't even know like I'll I'll tell you why it was so I'm I'm on the plane and obviously and we're maybe like an hour into the flight and I'm like cool I'm I you know I'm 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 listening to I'm listening to a, a great podcast actually with David Spade and Dana Carvey if you haven't heard it yet it's called Fly on a Wall if you like anything about Saturday Night Live they talk about I haven't heard that oh one. it's it's really great uh huh. I, right now I'm only listening to three podcasts ours. Fly on the wall, and Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Uh, so I'm listening to the show, and then all of a sudden, somebody just stands up abruptly. But I'm, you know, the kind of abruptly, they're like, "Oh shit, what's going on on this plane?" And I see this 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 lady turn around. I killed the bottle. You by sure the way. killed that bottle of beef eater. Uh, I see. This, <laughs> all right, you see a lady turn around. I see a lady turn around and just start yelling at the guy, like like next to her, behind her. I couldn't really tell just because of the depth of where I was, and you know, I just couldn't tell. And she was because she was in the bulkhead, so she was either yelling at the guy next to her or the guy like kind of directly behind her that kept on hitting her, touching her, doing whatever. She called him a rude asshole. She went off on him, and then of course, in in typical like macho Miami dumb fuck angle, dude like stands up, and I'm, I'm I don't know, I'm doing like a muscle guy stand up move. So muscle guy stands up, and he's like, you know, he yells at her incoherently. He's talking about he's for some reason he's compelled to talk about the brands of the clothes he's wearing you know like when you wear this brand you don't sit here when you it was the dumbest shit ever i know i know tell me about it he was he was making fun of what she was wearing she called him an asshole and i'm thinking to myself i'm like i'm an hour into this flight please don't make us land in fucking i don't know an hour in what is that like mobile alabama like don't make make us land really colorado <laughs> no, well no i would have gone to visit brother luck if it would have if i would have ended up there it's about I, three hours away but okay ah shit okay maybe not uh, uh as you can see i don't know colorado geography uh anyway <laughs> so I, I, it he was, knows miami and california <laughs> it was the first time that i've been on a flight where i was like oh shit this is gonna get like it's about to go down and it, and I'm like, dude, don't because the guy was trying to act like super tough. And I'm like, man, and I'm and it, I'm not saying women can't kick ass. Yeah, she could have probably kicked his ass. But I'm also of like, dude, don't don't like try to like get aggressive and violent and like try to push a woman like don't even do that to anybody. And he was just coming yeah. off with that energy. And I was just like, I was like, dude, do, do you have a mother? Do you have anybody, any woman in your life that you care about? Anyway. Right, and who has the balls to do like people piss me off on planes constantly and I I don't I'm tough and I don't have the balls to fucking say like really oh, it continued to baggage claim get your shit together people like, like you have nothing else in your life you have fucking nothing else in your life this is it this is what you live for it's like people who drive slow on track like in, in on the highway like you have nothing to do congratulations go off I, yourself I, I'm I, over I it. gotta i gotta give props to the american airlines flight attendants because they were they were they were like that nba coach who pulls the player in before they get like a double technical and get thrown out of a game. And and they just like wrangled the whole situation and they brought Senor Dickhead down from his cloud 
Uh, and they were able okay. to like separate. They're like, seats. we don't want to take any longer. They're probably on their way home. <laughs> we don't want it either. Dude, it took forever, <laughs> and you know they. Ca- and then of course he proceeded to uh, in baggage claim because he he flew carry on because you know people who wear Gucci or whatever don't check bags. I don't know what his problem is. So he proceeds to like we're in baggage claim, walking out. Whoever his ride was, he still feels compelled to sit outside on the sidewalk, wait for the girl to come out so he could yell at her some more. What a psychopath. Hey. And I heard he was a karaoke DJ who takes care of (laughs) dogs. My DJ would never. He has a good heart. He would never. Um, But that guy, whoever that guy, whoever you are, douchebag, literally find, find a cliff. And jump off of it and do us all a favor. Why can't COVID take someone like that out? Like those people survived? Fuck off. That was the kind of exclusive content I should have recorded for our Substack. So I want to apologize to the audience now for not doing that. But I just wasn't ready. I was listening to David Spade and Dana Carvey like laugh right. about behind the scenes stories from Saturday like, Night Live. I was in, a, were, I was in my little bubble. Joy. I was in my little joy. bubble of joy. Okay, I, w- I was. And I, you don't want to be those people. Like I'm sick of people fucking filming shit. I'm so done. I know. Dude. I know. You know. And I was so happy. We've seen things where people are like filming, like a gun being pulled on somebody, and they're they're like they're filming right next to the gun being pulled without even thinking I might get shot. Like you people are psychopaths. If you want to get famous, if you want to go viral, if you want to do that shit, then work hard and find a niche. Or Don't fucking use people's worst moments of their life to fucking get ahead. Absolutely. Or just wake up randomly and have three hundred and forty thousand views on something you didn't expect to have three hundred and forty something thousand views, right, Megan? I mean, that's right. Right. You just don't know. You, you never know. know what you is going to work. Know. Which is funny. Come laugh at my misfortunes. I have a because I film them all. I have a. I have a bone to pick with with some of these social not some of these social media platforms let's just say like tiktok and and instagram um let's just say let's just don't name them uh i don't give a fuck so you know i i I, and you do too megan you take the time to actually think of something you think it out you organize where you want to shoot and you're like it's something simple whatever but you feel something that maybe uh a person who watches it or listens to it or whatever can 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 get something out of it it's it's like a positive thing and you post it and 200 people see it 300 people see it and then i you know i go to bottle rock in napa valley and i do a 12 second video of dave grohl downing wine and a quarter of a fucking million people see that and it it just it's very discouraging to somebody who actually takes the time uh, I think of like the stuff I think like is like comedic genius that I post like won't well, 300 views something I like copied or did like a like look at an attractive person video and it's like 370,000 like oh my I, I don't get it it's all ag- algorithms but I guess I should apologize a little bit because you remember my neighbor upstairs that I filmed and I ba- I did I didn't film it because like it's his misery moment or any I really filmed it for my safety initially. But then when you if you guys go on TikTok on my TikTok on my Instagram, you can see the video. But it's me, you know, telling him to shut the fuck up. He's obviously on drugs. He's out of control. Um, but the video me yelling is is funny to me. So I did post it. You guys can see it. After you see it, I want you guys to hear this story because I was so excited to tell Eddie about this story. Yeah. Yeah, he continued to make more noise. Um, and it was about, I don't know, a month ago, three weeks ago. And I finally was like, 
I, I have to, I, I have to address this a different way because clearly yelling and getting mad and calling the police, which I did is not helping the situation. So I walk upstairs and I knock on his door and you guys, you guys who've seen the video, you will not believe what I did, but I said, open the fucking door. I'm coming in. And it's a dangerous thing to do. I would not advise anybody to do that, but he let me in and we poured a drink and we had some drinks and I learned a lot about him. I know he does have some mental issues and I know he has, he does a lot of acid, which is probably the issue with the noise, but you know, we ended up having a decent conversation. He has, um, he's a pianist. He's a really good piano player. I found out. And then by the end of the night, um, we were singing the musical Avenue Q together in his living room. And since then, the you're... noise has ceased. Oh, I was like, since then, now you're you're dating him the... at his karaoke no, bar? The, you no, know, God, <laughs> this guy's a fucking lunatic, bro. But no, it, the noise has ceased. And in fact, he came down the other day a little drunk trying to talk to my neighbor because he's like, he thought he was making noise or something. It was, it was out of his mind, but I popped out and I, I gave him a jar of marinara sauce. And I said, Hey, you're good. We're not hearing anything. And he's like, Oh, okay. Can I come in? I'm like, no, I'm on the phone, but we'll talk soon. And then he just went back on his way. So I, I, again, it's not safe. And my parents were like, you're a fucking crazy person for walking into this dude's place. But at the same time, now I'm, I have his number and we're friends and I can tell him, you know, shut the fuck up. You're being too loud. And it's more, it's, it's more uh, taken in by him than it is rejected. So there's a lesson for everybody. Hilarious. Go watch that video though. Cause you guys will be shocked that that, that was the result. Well, you, you know what? I was blown away uh, by that's actually a terrible way of saying that, you know what I was really moved by, um, I was really moved by, and you'll understand why I don't want to. I don't want to say that term, and uh, yeah, it just doesn't work for what I'm going to talk about. I was really moved by uh, at South Beach Wine and Food Festival, a chef by the name of Jose Andres, who is probably he, he is in my he's one of my favorite, not just chefs, but just favorite people. And uh, he was at South Beach Wine and Food Festival. He was d- doing things at events. He was around. Uh, uh, he, if you don't know Chef Jose Andres, he worked at Iconic at, for a period of time, the number one sh- restaurant in the world called El Bulli in uh, just outside of Barcelona. Uh, then he moves to the United States. He works in D.C. and he kind of sets his, plants his flag in D.C. and he has some of the most amazing restaurants in D.C. He has a restaurant in L.A. called Bazaar. He's opening new restaurants in L.A. in 2022, which I'm super fucking excited about. Anyway... He has, I believe, his last event at South Beach Wine and Food Festival was Saturday or Sunday. Bear with me. Oh, hold on. Andres, the, the steak dude. Jose, Am I crazy? Jose Andres. He's Jose from Jose Andres. Jose Andres. I mean, he has he has a steakhouse in Las Vegas. Bizar- oh, maybe Bizarre I'm mistaking. Um, Bizarre. I know this. Okay, continue. Bizarre meat in, in Vegas, but no. So I turn on the the I, I hit up I hit him up on not hit him up on social, but I follow him and I and I see him posting online, and all of a sudden the guy who was up and about at South Beach Wine and Food Festival just having the, the just he's just a wonderful soul on a good good human level. I look at him and I'm like, where the fuck is Jose Andres right now? And he's sharing a video. And then I realized that he's saying he is on the border of Ukraine and Poland. And he flew overnight to Poland and he was cooking 
for refugees that were crossing wow. over the border. Um, and wow. he was ho- like having uh, over several different, you know, because they're obviously it's a huge border. There are many ways that people can come over. But he was spearheading this this movement, I guess, to to cook. And, and, you know, that's what he does. He's not trying to do something that he's not. He's still cooking for people and organizing food for these freezing people and telling their story. Um, but it, it just goes to show that, yeah, you know, it's very hard to become successful in every, any industry, let alone, you know, in, first of all, it's, it's how difficult is it to become a successful chef? Then move forward. How difficult is it to become a successful chef on television and become somebody who is a public figure who is not just, you know, the Michelin star chef that you don't even barely know what they look like and you know the name? And then on top of that, how, how, how amazing is it to become philanthropical in, the, in a way that you can actually touch um, people's lives, not just for them coming to experience your restaurant, but you, 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 you can make an impact on, on people that are going through war and you give them some, some sense of comfort. And I'm not, he, look, he's not, he's not sewing up bullet wounds. He's not doing that. And, and I, and I know he gets that. This is just something that he does. And it's, I don't know. He, to me, not only after seeing that, because he did the same thing in Puerto Rico after the last hurricane went mm-hmm. through and destroyed Puerto Rico. The next week, the next days, he was there cooking for the people of Puerto Rico. That's just who he is. Uh, but I'm so moved because of my parents being exiles and refugees in this country to find somebody else who who embraces everything that is to be an American and is not from here and do what he did. And if you don't, know who he is just check him out at chef jose andres yeah. uh his food is fucking incredible on top yeah. of everything else and he's just somebody who is a good human and um if if you need any inspiration i you know i know people love to follow these these you know like they're tony robbins they're uh what's his uh, something what's his something v i can't think of his name right now his last name gary v and they love to follow these people that are like motivate you and kind of inspire Chef Jose Andres does things in the most unselfish way, and uh, I think he is a person who deserves to at least be nominated for some, whether it's a Nobel Peace Prize, not, 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 not because he does that. That's not his intention for it. But anyway, I am so moved by him that I, yeah. I yearn and dream for the day that people like Megan and I have the opportunity or the, the pull, let's say, to, to be able to make some kind of a cultural to, – to help people. In some way, shape, or form. Anyway, people. I was so well, moved, Megan. Like, no, it's 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 important. And for those of you in the the same financial situation as me, uh, you don't you don't have to have money, and you don't have to go to Ukraine. So tomorrow morning, for instance, I once a month I go uh, volunteer with the LA Food Bank um, in Koreatown, and we give out you know bags of food <clears throat> um, from like eight thirty a.m. to twelve thirty. And I'm doing it tomorrow. And it's one of those things, like if you're depressed, if you're feeling bad, if life, if you feel like life sucks and you have a moment, just go do something like that. And not only will it make you feel good about yourself, but then you'll see like the people you're helping. And it, it no matter, it, it might be the hardest thing to pull yourself up when you're depressed and do something like that. Like I knew it was even hard for me to get out of my house when I'm depressed. But when I go and volunteer and do that, um, it, it just, it helps everybody. There's nothing negative 
that comes from you doing stuff like that. And you can do that for free right where you are. Just Google how to volunteer in your community. Back in Greeley, I know that I would volunteer to drive cancer patients to their treatments. And that was free and easy to sign up for until your window breaks on an old lady who's trying to go get chemo because you have a shitty car. But we don't have to worry about that. I thought you were just trying to get written into the will. That's what I thought you were trying to do, Megan. It was so embarrassing. The the door, so my old car was broken. And the only way you could open the window is if the door was closed. If the door was open, the window wouldn't roll down or roll up. And then if you force the door and the windows by chance rolled down, it just shatters. And it did it about four times. It cut myself. Tons of stuff happened. And I just didn't have the money to go get a new, it would be a new car basically at that point. And I just remember this poor old lady's going in for chemo and she wanted the window cracked on the way because she was feeling nauseous. So I cracked the window and we get to the appointment. She opens the door and just glass fucking everywhere and I was like just go you're good don't worry about it you're fine like this is the least of your worries like I'm just adding stress so maybe sometimes negative things can happen but but anyways I love volunteering with LA Food Bank um and it's free and easy to do so um your chef is over in the Ukraine I'm glad when people can afford it they go do that stuff but you guys also can go do that stuff too there's a yeah. So. There's a million a million different things that you can do, and and in and in food news, I was, I, I you know, it, it's it's funny because there there now let me give a little backstory. There's a, a documentary called Exporting Raymond, and it's uh a, a Phil Rosenthal, the guy from everybody, the guy who created Everybody Loves Raymond. He goes through this documentary and it, and, it, and he shows the process of. Uh, the sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond getting translated into Russian television and becoming a Russian show with Russian actors. So it's not like it's just dubbed in Russian. And he goes through this whole process. And it was my first time seeing like the sense of humor and the sensibility of of a Soviet culture. And I thought it was, you know, just uh, kind of fascinating. And one thing that's and, and this is on the Ukrainian end. But one thing about Eastern Europe in general from 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 Westerners like us is, at least for me, it's one of those things where you don't – like every time you see a movie with – it's always a spy. It's always – you know, the Ukrainian person is, 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 is like a negative character, right? And the sense of humor that I've seen from the Ukrainian people with what is happening right now has been – It's those Russians that were evil. Well, it's always diehard. Diehard. There was a Russian. Well, because in the eighties, you know, the Cold War. Like, come on, like Red Dawn. I saw that movie a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, and you know, I didn't think it was Ukraine. Well, no, but But anyways, the comedy was just the comedy in Eastern Europe in general. it, It was it was fascinating to me, and now seeing. What's some of the things that have happened in Ukraine? And one story sticks out. A couple of stories stick out to me the most. One of them is a brewery. Talk about you know the food world. A brewery in Ukraine that stopped making beer and they're making Molotov cocktails. Yeah, I saw for the, that for the mm-hmm. you know for the war effort. And they're putting labels on each bottle that is just making fun of Putin. Uh, I love it. I love it. And I love it. And then, he's just a make funnable character. Like, I, I wish this wasn't such a terrible, terrible thing because he literally is like a fucking cartoon. He's a fucking joke. He's a cartoon. Oh, and it's disgusting. The there's an episode of South Park that that recently aired where uh, it's amazing how quickly and how relevant they make 
shows. It just baffles me uh, how talented they are at that show, the team that works on, on South Park. But there's an episode, and let's just say a certain... They're from Colorado, by the way. Uh, a certain, yeah, a certain little uh, uh, guy who loves to ride horses shirtless and share videos of that uh, yeah. is kind of the focal point of this episode. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cartoon. It's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a, I, it's a, he's a fucking joke. I feel like we're just poking a bear because he's just like, oh, everyone makes fun of me and I'm going to take over the world. Like, fuck off, Putin. You, you, your name has poo in it. You're a poo poo. Thank you. Poo poo. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm just really the sense of humor that people can have during a time the like worst this. Time. Yeah. Is it is definitely, you know, any and, and, and I have depression in my family. My father suffered a nervous breakdown um, uh, when he was when he was supposed to go off to war. He suffered a severe nervous breakdown. And I didn't know about this until I was in my teens. I didn't know that my entire childhood life, my father, for a period of time, but you only learned about this like two years ago. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and, You're welcome. And, and, you know, depression is something that lingers in my family. And I've had moments where, you know, it's it's reared its head inside the door on me. And I've had to, I don't know, navigate that. And to find a people that are going through what those folks are going through. And it, it, and that sense of humor and the, the ability to smile. Man, uh, it... it if if you take something away when you know like Mega was talking about just just having those moments of being depressed and and going and and being charitable with your time and and your heart, um, sometimes you got to be charitable with yourself and and capture those little moments and and take those little nuggets of seeing people going through the deepest of hardships and still being able to laugh and still being able yeah. to print like "fuck you, Putin" on a bottle of a Molotov cocktail yeah. or or hacking the the car chargers for electric cars in Russia and writing Putin's a dick on the L L E L C D screen. Like those have to. are the moments uh anyway. Here's no, our- Adam, you know, I hate to give Adam Carolla due, but he is one of the reasons I came out here and um he he saved my life in a sense where he, I listened to his show when I was at my darkest point, And I remember him saying, it's one of my biggest things. He said, go for a walk. You just get out, go, just go do like primal man back in the day. Couldn't get depressed. You want to know why? Because they were always fucking running from their lives for, from predators. There was no time to sit around and be depressed. So as hard as it is, just try to fill your time try and I don't even care like if it's like, just go for a walk go like just go be action because the more you sit and stew that's when the brain starts collapsing in on itself and you just can't you can't it's and god depression runs in my family oh does it run in my fucking family but I did get a message on Instagram after this huge video hit actually I got a lot of messages but a lot of the messages I got were thank you I really needed this laugh or thank you. I watch your videos specifically to cheer me up. And that's, that's, that brings me joy. You guys don't know that maybe in some of those videos, like I was just crying for an hour because I'm super depressed about something or something happened and me making you guys laugh or me bringing any sort of joy to you and you reaching out and telling me that it, oh, that, that was the whole purpose of me coming out here. 
So thank you guys for that. This got deep, Eddie. When does like humor come back? When is it? When is it going to get funny again? Well, I think when you finish that like little last sip of beef eater, uh, yeah, it 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 is funny, Megan, because you know we it, it it's one one really interesting thing, and I and I and I really got to give props to to you, and I and I will tap, you know, I'll give props to us on this show because I really feel that we keep an open door in the way that we express ourselves. And I know that this isn't like the exciting episode for people to listen to because there's a famous person on our show. But if you took the time to go through this entire episode, you know, Megan and I, and I, and I think I'll, she'll let me speak on our behalf, are, are very grateful. And we want you to know that we are an open book. And yeah. uh, uh, we. It's scary, too, to be an open book. I'm risking a lot of, you know, what my master's degree is or what my future career would be, because I feel like I'm doing the right thing. And I feel like I was, I was shut up a lot of my life and I was told to act a certain way. And I was told not to say things, but I can't anymore. People are out there that feel the same way. People are out there going through stuff. People, you know, in the future date, there's more stuff that I'd love to share with you guys. That is really hard and emotional that I know other people are going through. And I, I'm, I vowed to myself, I'm not going to let anybody else tell me to shut up anymore. Uh, I, it's so Megan, who I am on that note. Uh, when we go to Sonoma, we got to be on our best behavior uh, <laughs> because, they, you know, <laughs> okay. sorry, my bad. I'm just going to go back to being me. And the fake me. Well, Here I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a, such a funny way thing that you said after I just said, I'm not holding back anymore. Mm, you're going to have to a little bit, Megan, just a little bit. Um, it's, no, I, I get that. Life is about that. timing, Megan. Life is about <laughs> timing. <laughs> And speaking of timing, you know, this is this is the the time on the show where Megan and I, we thank you so much for spending a little bit of your precious time here with us and and letting us have diarrhea of the mouth. Uh, Thankfully, you know, her mouth is filled with gin. My mouth is filled with delicious wine. Uh, But please, can I? It's going to be filled with dick later. Sorry, I have to get it out before we go to Sonoma. Um, hmm. Hmm. Not yours, mine. Oh, oh, okay, got it. I was like, mm, I mean, no. All right, sorry, back to my behavior. <laughs> no, back to our, no, you. our you behavior. Guys. Let's be our honest behavior. here. Thank you, guys. Our behavior. Um, <laughs> clarifying my mouth, dick. Your mouth, no dick. Look, Just we, we, we got to keep that dog sitter in check. So please, like, do. You dick know, it is. Do what Who's you got to do. Dinner? Do what you got to do. Well, I mean, it's it, the irony is you're drinking beef eater. And then you're going to eat beef. <laughs> All right. Thank you for finishing that. Uh, Kill the Bottle Podcast. Guys, please, you know, it, it really means so much to us. And it, and it has such a big impact on what we do. If you take the few seconds out of your life to go on Spotify and give us that five star. Go on, on, on Apple Podcasts and, you know, a, a sentence uh, that you can write. If you if you like our show, even a word, even a word, like even boobs, e- yeah, what happy a, face, happy face, wine, boobs, happy face, wine, two yeah. mountain emojis, happy face. Just do it, just um, do it. It really, really helps Megan and I, and we love doing this. Uh, I and and I don't think I've I've shared this before, but I've been 
in in the entertainment business for over 20 years and the most fun I have ever had and the most connected I've ever been doing anything that I've ever done, regardless of TV, whatever, has been being on this show with Megan. So I, I thank you You're so much for helping me. Eddie. Thank you so oh much God. for for uh, for helping like, I'm such a C word. Me, How dare you? Me fi- uh, finding joy in in these moments. So, uh, anyway, hop on board. Show you know, show us a little love. We really, it really means the world to us. And if there's any topic, anything you want us to discuss, jump on we'll to Kill the Bottle, uh, Kill the Bottle Podcast Instagram. Send us a DM. Uh, please, you know, a little, a little bit helps. Maybe one less Starbucks a month for you, and and join our Substack. We promise that we're creating stuff that is unique to it that we feel is a fun value to get to see some of these videos live of some of the stuff we do um anyway so thank you so much for your time that you will not get back and listen to this like you know the irish goodbye is when you leave and don't say goodbye this is the cuban goodbye where i don't let you leave and i just keep saying more shit like like laz alonzo's episode where i just would not let him go because i was (laughs) i i I I may have had after i was like He's fanboying right now. No, I, I, <laughs> well, fanboying. not only that. I he had, was awesome to have. I know, but I had a lot of rum. You were sitting oh, next to you? me. Oh, yeah. I was looking at you like, I think he needs to go. And I was you're like, like, no, let's I keep talking. He was glad to keep talking, though. I was like looking for the I'm like, are you safe? Like, you know, face from him. I was like, like, are you safe? So, please. You need help. Rate, review. And thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, by the way, jump on seriously. No, no joke. I'm like, uh, WTSO is a sponsor of the show, but I fucking love those folks because I got to drink wines that I couldn't afford to drink at the time. So jump on there, and uh, Do it. there's some there's some really good shit to sip on. Yes, and really we can't wait sh- to celebrate and see yes. your guys' faces. And, and be cannot with them, so. wait till our show next week. So stay tuned for the video.